Yes, indeed. Let's go. Hour number two on a Friday. Get ready. Crazy weather coming to the Austin area. We hope everybody is safe and sound. Remember, they've moved that Texas baseball series because of it. They're still in Fort Worth, but no game today. They're going to go tomorrow at 6, Sunday at 3, and then we'll have a weird Monday at 1 o'clock game. Because of that 1 o'clock start on Monday, we'll move the game, the Texas baseball game, over to 1260 and 101.9. We'll have normal shows for you here on 104.9 and on the Horn app. Um, And by the way, to every one of you out there that is having a similar feeling like I did during the first round of the draft last night, I think it's okay to embrace these feelings. Somebody texted us, dude, the kid nearly botched the Bijan announcement. No offense. Sorry. No, no need to be sorry. There's no need to be sorry. That's why I got on Roger Goodell a little bit in the crap bag. That is the eighth pick in the draft. You need to make it matter. We got to stop going to community service that quickly. Damn. That's the eighth pick, Zay. <laughs> I understand there's a lot of good cause stuff Kids that you're dealing with. Cancer and stuff. That's fine. That's cool. Great story. I'm gl- I'm so happy for that kid. But again, either someone else announces him and get Roger Goodell away from it or let Roger be Roger. You're the commissioner. This is what you do. It's, the, what, it's what we're used to. The Jets kids with hype. Let's yes. go! Right. J E T S J. Yeah, he was hype. Okay. <laughs> You're such a great. I dick. am. I am. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna be Ebenezer Scrooge on this one a little bit because I need it to sound a certain way in that first round. Because you run the chance they'll screw it up. You run the chance they'll get nervous. They'll they'll stammer through it, and you want that to be an authentic experience for those players every time. And I think you need it to be as as you know uniform as you can. Now. What I did have a problem with was having the grown ass kids with the jerseys in high school and stuff. What's their story? Mm-hmm. I see. I'm not sure. I don't understand that. Like uh, those dudes, they look like prospects. Right. We they gotta, look like they should be in the draft. We got enough stories in the draft. That's what it's about. We don't need extra stories. And by the way, did somebody was somebody right in Pluckers last night? And when they looked up and said, "Hey, is that dude perfect?" Were those the dude perfect guy? And was that Miss Kelsey? Who yeah. the heck were those people? Yeah, that was Miss Kelsey. What was the point of that? Wearing Eagles green in Kansas City. And then because the last two picks were Philadelphia and Kansas City, and we got up there with a fake coin and flipped it. What? What? That was bad. What? That was tough. See that? That was tough. That's the, again, by this point, it is basically 11 o'clock at night. It was, I think, 1145 Eastern time by that moment. We gotta get that moving. We yeah. gotta get that moving a little quicker. So yeah. don't feel bad if you have those feelings. I'll express those feelings. Y'all just jump on the old man get off my lawn bandwagon and we'll just roll from there. But we're getting a lot of draft reaction today from what happened last so night. So before we get back into the draft, let me address some because somebody hit me up on Instagram and hit me up in my comments on one of our videos that Jacob does a great job putting out on our social media. So on my and the Horn social media platform, there's videos of us, just different segments and stuff. And somebody commented, I'll throw his name out there, Billy. He said, Billy. take off that stupid neck roll. Oh, no. Then he put hashtag WTF. You know what, Billy? I'm considering it. So I'll tell you this. How about you send your wife? She could take it off 
my neck for me, and then I could rest my neck on her biddies instead wow. for the neck pillow. Oh, my God. That, do, that, that makes more sense to me, Billy. Man. But if you're going to throw that out there, then bring your wife because I don't know what she's useful, useful for, but that could be one of them. Dang. And instead of the neck roll, I could place my head on okay. those beautiful biddies of hers and wow. be very comfortable. I don't know if they're beautiful or not. They could be a orangutan. Who knows? But, yeah, if you're going to slide into me, I'm going to have something for you. Man. For we, real. We, uh, we may be working on our way towards the first ever fight. <laughs> created by a neck pillow that wasn't on an airplane or in an airport. Oh, I, I, I'm just saying. That is wild. I'm, just, I'm considering it. That's all. I'm considering it. I'll tell you what I, I, tell you what I noticed today, because at one point I was walking through the hall and I saw your neck pillow laying by itself. Mm-hmm. Most of the time I see it when it's on, but I saw it laying there and I saw the, uh, saw the wear and tear. And yeah, I, it's a little dated. I need to get a new one. So, There's something about this, like, you know, just the comfort. I was going to say, how long kinda is like, it? Kind of like Tom Brady in the helmet. Yeah. How, you, long, you know? how long does it take to wear one in? How long does it take to feel comfortable in a neck pillow? A um, couple weeks. Yeah. Couple of weeks. Yep, that's part of uh, it's part of Zay's deal. So how dare you get on Zay's uh, deal? No, that's cool. Yo, me and Billy, cool. Hey. I just want to make sure that I'm just, you know, if he has any ideas. That's just one I'm throwing out there. Yeah. That's all. That's all. Me and Billy cool, though. There you go. And for you, let's maybe not mention Billy's wife, because I got to go to my car later. And Come on, man. Try to have a weekend. All right. So, draft reaction. Uh, We've obviously talked about the Cowboys taking uh, Mozzie Smith. uh, Coming up at 205, Jeff Ketchum of OrangeBloods.com, a Cowboys fan in his own right. Uh, I know he had comments on it last night. We'll get his thoughts on Mozzie Smith. The Houston Texans end up with C.J. Stroud and Will Anderson. We've had different uh, fans reacting to that. Did they give up too much uh, to get those two guys? Some fans saying yes. Some fans saying they are happy with it and with the exchange of things and the way the Deshaun Watson deal ended uh, and to get Will Anderson. uh, Some fans are, are happy about the way things went. And obviously, Falcons fans trying to figure out just how happy they are about Bijan. Was it worth the eighth pick? Uh, we've been getting into all of that. And of course, Will Levis is still waiting for the pick tonight. The Steelers will start the second round. And the report is that Will Levis will be nowhere close, that he is not going to be in Kansas City tonight. He was upset enough that he's going to go ahead and roll tonight and say a lot of people were posting pictures and video of him and the girlfriend and the girlfriend rolling her eyes is getting a lot of comment he yeah, became he became the social media story last night yeah cd lamb should have let y'all know be careful who y'all bring be careful who that significant other is y'all remember cd lamb when he was getting drafted old girl was trying to hold his phone, oh, with the like, phone. he snapped that phone girl give me that the double phone was i could be oh jerry my. jones calling me you better oh. relax that was, that was so you gotta be careful i've seen mom throw girlfriends out the way at different situations. Yeah. Like you got to be really careful of who's sitting right next to you because this is new for everybody. And she was talking about, I need to pee. I need to pee. She looked annoyed, rolling her eyes. She looked good, though. She looked good, but... She... Wait, are you saying people lip read that she had to go oh, to the yeah. bathroom? Oh, yeah. There's really? a video out where she's like, I gotta be. This is taking forever. Well, she didn't oh, say this thing, but it was basically like, really? we're still here. I thought, we'd be... <laughs> I thought we'd be gone by now. I thought he'd be chosen by yeah, now. Wow. And yeah, that wasn't the case. And it's crazy because leading up to it, all you've heard were bad things about CJ Stroud and good things about Will Levis. Yeah. 
And the fact that we got the opposite last night. Stroud went two. Levis still hasn't gotten picked yet. That's what's so weird. I mean, I, I don't know that we'll ever really know about the smoke screens and the and the stuff that got thrown out on both sides of that. But you're absolutely right. Like all the positivity going towards Levis, not only the you know, the leak test was was good, but then those rumors about him going high to four with the Colts. Or that Reddit post that went out where it's like, no, nah, he's telling friends and family that <laughs> Carolina's. Remember the Reddit? That, oh, they're telling him that the friends and family that Carolina's <laughs> going to take him. So there were people placing bets on, on Levis first round. It fooled our guy Ty Henderson in the morning, I think. I think he was. Oh, into, he was high on Levis. He was into that idea. Yeah, he he, liked it. I know he's been high on Levis for a while. He really likes Levis. He likes Levis. He falls all the way out, and then Stroud ends up at two. So that was a it's a wild part of the draft. Hendon Hooker is still obviously going to be available. Uh, he did not get drafted last night, and I'm seeing him Zay number six here on the best available list. Uh, Will Levis, Michael Mayer, Joey Porter Jr., Brian Branch out of Bama, the safety. If you don't know that name, Luke Musgrave tied in from Oregon. Oregon State and Hendon Hooker are the top six I'm looking at here of guys that may go pretty early on this evening. Yeah, uh, I was kind of surprised Joey Porter Jr. didn't get drafted last night. That was a little bit of a shocker, but I know, thought maybe that was going to be maybe even Kansas City at the end there. Yeah, you see Emmanuel Forbes out of Mississippi State, like only 166 pounds playing cornerback. Yeah, how about that pick? Like, okay, you're going to match up with CD Lamb. I mean, he's a good cover corner. That's why he went that high. One of the best in the SEC, one of the best in the nation. Like, his stats, they don't lie. But, man, he might have to pack on some weight, eat some peanut butter jelly sandwiches at midnight or something, have an alarm yeah. seven three in the morning. Oh, time to eat a PB&J because <laughs> 166 pounds, that's light in the ass, man. Yeah, he's got the height. But he needs to the, – the, the, yeah, they need to bulk him up a yeah, little bit. Yeah, and to not want Porter Jr., but want that. And Porter Jr., I love the – my pops play in the NFL background. I think that means a lot mm-hmm. for guys' professionalism, coming into league, know what, knowing what to expect, just having different type of training growing up. I think yeah. that goes a long way. And so get, when I see Joey Porter Jr., I think of those things. And he gets you two more in. He gets you 6'3". <laughs> He's a monster, Yo, you should have seen how hype. There were three Steelers fans that were uh, uh, at Pluckers last night, Lakeline. Yeah. They were so hype when they heard – the Chiefs didn't take Porter because they thought that was going to happen with yeah. you know, how young that secondary is with the oh, Chiefs, which held too. their own this year. They held their own, that young uh, secondary, all those rookie corners that they had that went in the fifth round and stuff. But you would think that would might be a good spot, and they didn't take them. They took my man from Kansas State. So... Yeah, see, that's interesting. Know. So they think they're thinking maybe tonight that's what it starts with, Joey yeah, Porter Jr. Joey Porter Jr., especially them staying in the same state. And plus, you know, Joey Porter being the former Steeler himself. Because I was sitting there watching at that as that 14th pick is coming up and the Steelers are moving. I thought, what are the Steelers moving for? And then the group that was there at Pluckers last night, we were at 183. The thought was maybe the Steelers were going for corners. Maybe they liked the idea because the corners hadn't gone yet. Christian Gonzalez was still on the board thinking, okay, maybe that's the guy they're going to get. Uh, or maybe it was Deion Banks. That would have been pretty a little high for Banks. But 
That's not what they were doing at all. They went back to that offensive line route, which they've been doing lately. Broderick Jones out of Georgia. Um, the guys that tackle and block for Georgia uh, are highly tout, you know, highly sought after. So mm. that's what they did at 14. Shocker, the back-to-back national champions have mm. a lot of draft picks in the first round. Yeah. Interesting. Amazing. Usually it doesn't work like that. Amazing. Mm. Yeah. yeah, normally nobody <laughs> never happens. Normally, normally people forget about those teams. Yeah, and then Emmanuel Forbes goes at 16. Uh, we've been talking uh, about the draft throughout the night. We also mentioned um, once we went off the show yesterday is when this Lamar Jackson thing came down. So let's give Lamar his official love here, Zay. Five-year deal. He's now the highest-paid player by average salary, $52 million a year. Lamar, Mama Jackson, well done. Yeah. Well done. No agent. No agent. All pocketed. None of that 20% or 10%, whatever those other guys are in, in the uh, National Football League have to give them. None of that. All pocketed. All of that Going goes. Going to mama. That's it. We got it. Now, what they did, what they ended up with was about $185 million of guaranteed money. That puts him third all-time. So he did not jump Kyler Murray for all-time guaranteed money. So give a little bit that way, but you end up with the uh, the moniker of the highest paid player by average salary. He's a 52, 51 for Jalen Hurts. So that Jalen Hurts deal was the biggest for eh, well, a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, not very long. Not not a week, maybe. Uh, so Lamar Jackson's in. And then, Zay, we watch two different teams deal with it in two different ways. At the 13th pick, the Green Bay Packers just keep showing us that they, they just don't take receivers. For Aaron, for Love, for anybody. All the receivers were looking at them. They didn't take any of them. They just didn't mess with any of them. But then you get down to pick 23, 10 picks later, and the Baltimore Ravens say, you know what? We have just gotten Lamar Jackson signed. Even though we already have Odell Beckham Jr., we know where he is in his journey. Let's go get a receiver here, and they get him Zay Flowers from Boston College. By the way, they're another team, Zay, that I thought should be considering Nolan Smith. I'm sure John Harbaugh had to be held back on that one a little bit. Like, wait a minute. He's still sitting here at 23? Right. 23? Nolan Smith? But they, they, they took a breath. And kind of like what Pete Carroll did, they took a receiver, and I totally get why. That's a good statement to Lamar Jackson. To me, it was either that or take Nolan Smith. Yeah, absolutely. Zay Flowers, man, talk about fast. I mean, Bucky Gobble, sorry, but you're definitely not the best wide receiver to come out of Boston College. Oh, that's just rude. I'm sorry. He always says he's he's always talking about being better than Mel Briggs and stuff like that. The guy that tried to take his uh, current, or not current, I mean, back then wife and stuff. So let's just squash that early. Because I heard a rumor, you tell me if I'm wrong, I heard a rumor last night NFL Network did a side-by-side comp of Zay Flowers and Bucky Gobble. Did that not happen? I was going to go back and watch that tonight. I heard they did a tale of the tape. Did that not happen? Yo, I mean, in their prime. In their prime. Yo, Bucky was right there. Yeah. He was right there. I Absolutely. Think just wrong time. Bucky was born the wrong era. I'm with you, Buck. I, that's what it was. We'll defend you, Bucky. <laughs> we'll, we'll defend you. Yeah, we'll yeah. defend you. But yeah, I, I think it's a good get, you know. Odell Beckham Jr., we still don't know what he's going to be. Is Zay Flowers a number one? I don't know. I will have to see. I don't think so. He seems like more of a two-gadget slot guy. 
but who knows? And got Devin Duvernay, J.K. Dobbins, Mark Andrews. We know how much Lamar Jackson loves him. So the offense is looking a lot better than it did a couple of weeks ago. And if you're a Ravens fan, you got to be feeling pretty good. Yeah, I would think so. I would think so. Uh, and I was really happy to hear it, man, as I'm driving away and I hear Rod and Harge, um, as I'm driving yesterday, hear them make that announcement. I'd been hoping for it. Unless you just love the Steelers, you have to like at least the idea of – of Lamar, I think, staying with Baltimore. It feels right. It's felt right for a long time. He's their guy. There's no guarantee they're going to win a Super Bowl, but he's their franchise guy. They've built things around him. Harbaugh's mindset. And then now you just hope he continues to improve, which he has. Those windows are getting better. The accuracy is getting better. Just got to make sure you're keeping him upright, keeping him healthy. Let's not take too many chances with the feet. But now let's see how it develops. Oh, and then this, Zay. Now let's all remember who's calling plays for the Ravens. Todd Monken. I cannot wait to see what that's like. Yeah, you're really high on Todd. He just showed you that Stetson Bennett throwing to tight ends can win a title. Do you think Stetson Bennett is as good a quarterback as Lamar Jackson? Nah. I don't either. So you've got an MVP-level guy at one point that I will argue has done has put the work in these last couple years, and it's gotten a little more dialed in. Does he still have work to do? Sure, I'm sure he would tell you he does, but still dial it in. Now let's see what Todd Monken does. Coming back to the NFL, things were a little clunky at times in Tampa. I can tell you from firsthand experience, but I love the way he worked things in at Georgia. Now does that translate to the pro level? Work some freaky tight ends, keep Andrews, you know, doing what he does. But then you got Odell Beckham. Now you got this speed guy. You know, working the weapons around Lamar. I'm interested to see how it works. His time in Tampa Bay. Who was his quarterback? Jameis. Yep. Yikes. And that's you know. Yeah, you can't blame him much for that. Must be considered. <laughs> you can't blame him much for that. It must be considered. Yeah, Lamar Jackson. The only question marks for me is. How healthy will he be these next five years? These last two years, he's missed five games. He's missed six games. He's not getting any younger. No. Those instincts, they're always going to come into play when that edge rusher comes from that blind side and you feel him coming. His first thought is, I need to get out of here. Yeah, and, you know. And it's not, a lot of time it's, I need to get out of here and make a play and not, I need to get out of here and throw the ball out of bounds yeah. and maybe or, see the next, uh, yeah. you know, see the next play. Or slide out of bounds or, slide or out whatever. Of bounds, yeah. Because, I mean, again, he is so magical. One of his best highlights, we all know, is the double spin against Cincinnati. I mean, how many humans could have done that? Not many. That have ever played the NFL? Lamar, ever. Lamar and Vic. I was about to say, there's one dude I think of, and it's Michael Vick. Kyler Murray doesn't get through all that. He doesn't. Mahomes can't do that. Maybe V.Y. when he first came in. V.Y. in his prime? When yeah. he first came in the league. Remember V.Y. on that overtime run? <sighs> cutting through? Tennessee, yeah, that I mean, was that against the Texans, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was. that had that had to feel good. <laughs> Hit, really hitting the end zone on that yeah, one. You yeah. don't take me number one. You like Mario Williams, uh-huh. and then I come back home and do this. Yeah, uh huh. But it was real good. I'm really interested to watch Baltimore and, and how they roll now. I thought it was a good move. Get Lamar what he needs. Hopefully, he'll continue to work hard, uh, like Jalen Hurts has talked about. Right, that the money is nice, but the championships are better. Hopefully, that is the way Lamar looks at it, and we'll see what he wants to do and then Baltimore gets him a receiver. We'll see what they do for the rest of the draft tonight at 6 o'clock is when they will roll with round two of the draft. Yeah, and you know what? I talk about Zay Flowers not being a number one. Well, I know Mark Andrews ain't no Travis Kelsey, but what number one did Patrick Mahomes have this last year? 
Juju ain't that. He liked to think he is, but he's not. Nicole Hardeman, he ain't that either. So with a really good tight end and a lot of really good pieces, again, Lamar ain't Patrick Mahomes, you could still win. And we know Baltimore's defense, they're always mm-hmm. going to be tough. This is a good move. Yeah, I liked it. I like the move for Baltimore. Uh, by the way, Cowboys fans, 58th pick tonight, 27th pick, uh, 58th overall, 27th pick in tonight's second round is the Cowboys. The Texans, after last night, no longer have any second-round picks. I'm just scanning to make sure I'm right on that. But, yes, they would have given up their second-round picks because Arizona gets that 33rd pick. I believe that was the Texans' pick. And so, yeah, the Texans do not have a second-round pick as of right now. We'll talk more draft as we roll along. Also up next in the Flex 30 segment, K-State offering some Flex area guys. Maybe Deuce Vaughn is having an effect on this area. We'll tell you who got the offers, uh, the latest offers. Stay with us. Got Jeff Ketchum coming up at 2.05, and Zay's got where we at. Chad and Zay. This might explain Will Levis's feelings more than anything else could. Will probably feels like he got Rick rolled last night. Yeah, he feels like he got Rick rolled. Rick Astley, and never gonna give you up. Yo, you remember the moves Rick was throwing in this video? Oh, hey, Rick had the moves. He had the moves. He had the hair. He had the look. Yeah, he was, like, touching the hair and stuff. That was a handsome man. Handsome man back in the day. Was this it for him? This would be the pinnacle, I would think. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying there weren't any other hits, but this has to be the top. I mean, it became such a thing. It it became this weird thing in pop culture, you know, to be Rickrolled. I don't even know if he considers that a compliment or an insult. That means if you are playing a like a prank on somebody and you tell them, hey, go check this out. It's a badass video of Mozzie Smith doing blah, 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 blah. And they they click on it and this video pops up, (laughs) you rickrolled them. That's what it's called. It's got a name. And I don't even again, I don't know what that says. It just it is what it is. That's the reason why I've seen those moves. Because I've been Rickrolled. Right. And exactly. I even, I'm like, what the hell is this? We all have. And I dig it. I'm like, all right, I love this song. We, He's killing it. We all have. It's like, the, it's like the nice, wholesome version of the dude sitting by the bed, sitting on the bed picture, if everybody knows what I'm talking about there. I won't go into the description. Rick Astley, Black and Blue, and Nitro. Uh, today on the show so far, uh, Jeff Ketchum, Orange Blood's coming up at 2. At 2.30, Why Today Matters, Danny Goodwin joins the show, a comedian that will be headlining the Velveeta Room. He's a longhorn, uh, so we thought we'd give him some love. Uh, a An acquaintance of Brad Kellner's uh, that I found out about this week was at the Velveeta Room. You can go to thevelveetaroom.com for more info. He's a longhorn, uh, as I mentioned, and we'll get his thoughts on uh, some Texas stuff. It's tonight at 8, and tomorrow at 8 and 10 at the Velveeta Room. So all that is coming up. Also, a happy birthday going out tomorrow to the legendary Willie Nelson. Let's get that out into the universe. Willie's going to hit the 9-0 tomorrow. Happy birthday to Willie. And I see that tickets are about to go on sale for the 4th of July picnic. Nice. Because Willie is 
Willie, and we do appreciate we do enjoy that. So happy birthday to Willie tomorrow as well. Lots of draft talk today. Lamar Jackson gets the deal with Baltimore. Then all the draft action happens. We've been getting a reaction from Cowboys fans, uh, Texans fans, Bijan fans who are now maybe figuring out if they look good in black and red as Bijan ends up as a an Atlanta Falcon. All right, let's get into this Flex 30 segment because we had some local guys get offers uh, from K-State. Wildcats looking into the Flex area. We'll tell you about it right here. Flex ATX for the best high school sports coverage. Listen to the horn and go to flxatx.com. Flex 30 is brought to you by Brain Vault. Brain Vault is a revolutionary and patented mouth guard that has been proven to help reduce the risk of concussion. Visit brainvault.com and join the movement. So I guess we can call this the Deuce Vaughn effect, right? With uh, with Kansas State, get some local local offers. Uh, so DJ Dugar, who I believe is class of twenty five out at Glen, he got a K State offer. Uh, saw that retweeted from Flex. Again, you can check out uh, at FLX ATX on your social media. Also, a guy we've been telling you about, Adrian Wilson, Zay Weiss wide receiver. He's gotten an offer from K State. He's Ooh. just adding those offers. It was TCU the other day. And some other, uh, I've mentioned, what, Baylor and Tech are also on his offer list. So he's, it's growing. Yeah, and he's just going to keep getting better, too. I mean, you know, with Sark and their staff, I know they're very specific on guys they want. And when you're in University of Texas, it should be the five stars wanting to come to your school first, and you nitpick from there. So, But, but for somebody like this, I don't want to wait too late. I don't know if he's good enough or if they're looking at him already, but this sounds like a situation where you wait too late on a guy like this and he develops and you try to come on, come, you know, try mm-hmm. to come get him. And it's like, he's like, yo, why weren't y'all getting me when Kansas State and Texas Tech were looking at me? Right. Like that's, that goes a long way. That, that goes a long way. There's a lot of guys that will stay loyal to people who saw them really early on, and it seems like one of those situations here. Yep, and uh, we'll see what uh, where that goes. Again, a six-one uh, corner out of Weiss, definitely a guy that got some all flex attention uh, from the flex crew last year. Keep that name in mind. Uh, with uh, or it should be Adrian Wilson, and then Peyton Morgan is the DB out of Weiss. I got ahead of myself. The six-one DB, he also got an offer from K State. We've talked about him recently as well. So we got some Weiss Wolves, both sides of the ball, getting a K-State offer. I like those stories, too, where guys on the same team will go on a visit and both get offers. That's pretty cool. That is cool. Right? That's yeah. a cool deal. Uh, and uh, he said it was a great conversation there with the coaches up in Manhattan. So congrats to those guys for getting the uh, the offers there from K-State. And, uh, again, check out yeah. FlexATX.com. Yeah, Chris Kleiman, he likes this area. He does. He likes this area a lot. Yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to the Wednesday Night Flex show this week. They had uh, Josiah Mosley on. They were, oh, nice. Yep, they had him on the show, as well as Carson Kruver, uh, the talented quarterback uh, that is headed to FAU. And then also, uh, quick congratulations, maybe slightly outside of the Flex area, but our man Hards would tell us that Colleen is never too far. Out of the area. Harker Heights gets a new head coach. Mark Humble is his name. He was uh, over at, um, he was at, where I wrote this down and now I've lost it, Denton Ryan. 
Uh, yes, he was at Denton Ryan as an offensive assistant. Now he's going to be the head coach at Harker Heights. The old coach of Harker Heights is headed over to Colleyville Heritage. So congrats to Coach Humble. He will be the guy at Harker Heights. Flex segment every day about 1.30. Uh, talking a lot of football today, obviously. But also wanted to mention this, Zay. Did you catch what Shohei Otani almost did yesterday? I did not. Wow. All right, so, well, there's what he did and what he almost did. He's got stats just that are absolutely crazy. So, over his last four starts as a as the pitcher, he has, and obviously in those games, if you don't know, when he's the starter, he still bats. In those games, he has more hits than he's allowed <laughs> in four starts. He's allowed six hits. In four starts, he has seven. According to the Elias Sports Bureau, first player in modern MLB since 1900 with more hits than hits allowed over a span of four pitching starts. And yesterday, he almost did something that's never been done in baseball. No one that is the starting pitcher of a game has ever hit for the cycle in that game. He had a triple. He had a double. He had a single. Oh, just needed the homer. And Zay, he hit it 389 feet, and he just missed. The outfielder caught it on the warning track. The crowd thought it was gone. He put a shot on this thing. Dude caught it on the warning track. 389, and I think the wall out there says like, I don't know, 402 or something like that, or maybe it's 390-something. It was right there. He was literally feet away from being the first ever uh, ever baseball player to be the starting pitcher and hit for the cycle. Never seen a talent like this. Dude. We'll never see a talent like this ever again. Like Just what he does on the mound to what he does in the batter's box. He's ridiculous. He's a huge reason why Japan won the World Baseball Classic. Yeah. Striking out Mike Trout. Mm-hmm. Throwing over 100 miles per hour to strike out Mike Trout. And, yeah, just the Angels, they're always trash, though. And they have some of the best players in the world. Yep. And it just goes to show you need an army to get to the playoffs and win a World Series. It just can't be a few guys, like in football, having a certain quarterback or in basketball, have a certain superstar player that can get you over the hump. It's pretty crazy that baseball works that way, and I would love to see the Angels in the postseason. I know you want it, Rangers fan. Yeah, I don't need that. Yeah, right. I would love to see those types of high-level talent of players and Mike Trout and Shohei Otani in the postseason. Like MLB, they need that. Yeah, Astros fans and Rangers fans don't want to see it, uh, but yeah, there are a lot of baseball fans that do. Astros and Rangers tied for first right now. Angels only a half game out, so they're fourteen and twelve. They're not awful right now. Man, it's still April. It is. No, it's it's still early, but I just thought I'd mention before they right. before they might fall apart. Who knows? But in the past they have, but if he's going to keep doing that, man, who knows? That's unreal. I just wanted to mention that in case people hadn't seen it. It was a crazy almost moment for Otani, but that other stat is still amazing. 
giving up more, getting more hits than he's given up over four starts. Come on now. All right, there's your flex segment. We got Jeff Ketchum coming up at 205. What did he think of Mozzie Smith to the Cowboys? What did he think of Bijan Robinson to the Falcons? And some more draft thoughts from him. Plus, if you're a Longhorn basketball fan and you haven't heard it today, the men's team does get the news they were looking for. Max Acemus, the point guard from Oral Roberts, will join the Longhorns out of the transfer portal. That is huge news that came down while you may have been checking out the NFL draft. Up next, where are we at in society? Zay will let you know here on the Horn. Chad and Zay. Oh, here we go. Come on, Don Henley. Mm-hmm. Oh, I dig that voice. That's a good Texan right there. The Eagles. The Eagles, man. And the long run on a Friday. Falcons fans are hoping Bijan has a whole bunch of long runs for them. And uh, Dan Campbell really needs some long runs out of Gibbs no. <laughs> for picking him 12. <laughs> Danny. That's, sh- a, that's that Aggie in him. He, that's that Aggie. He can't help himself. He even shot Jameer Gibbs. That kind of tells you stuff. Jameer Gibbs said he was shocked to get that quote, oh, that call at 12. Yeah, this is the long run by the Eagles. Or as the band calls it, the long one, because the album took so long to do. The Eagles, Rick Astley, Black and Blue, and Nitro today on the show. Hope you're having a good Friday. Remember that weather's coming in. So check everything. Check all your weather apps. Uh, batten down the hatches later on this evening. It is going to get crazy, depending on what part of this area you are in. Hope everybody stays safe and sound. We're getting a lot of good thoughts today on the Specs text line, 337 Three seven seven six. Yo, man, I saw Anthony Richardson's little brother. That's a grown ass man. That ain't no thirteen year old. You don't buy thirteen? No, that brother has a neck tat. He ain't no thirteen years old. If he is, shame on y'all. He shouldn't be getting no tattoo, especially at that location at that age. Like, that's risky. And I, I don't buy these thirteen, especially with that deep ass voice too. I'm real proud of my brother. You know what I'm talking about, yeah. dude. Like, it was damn. incredible. I couldn't believe that voice was coming out of that body. I was like, <laughs> damn. And now to hear that he's thirteen, that would have ain't, ain't no way they lying about his age. Somebody <laughs> needs to see his birth certificate. Some ain't right. Uh, Some ain't right there. What, you think he's on a little league team or something? I, I have no trying idea. To sneak him out there I on never, the mound. I ain't seen no thirteen year olds with. Travis Barker neck tats. Oh, my God. I missed the neck tat. Yo, it's there. That's crazy. It's there. It's a weird conversation with with, with the parents about that. You're 13. Neck tat. Not tat. Neck tat. Neck tat. At 13? And if, the whole point of tats is to kind of hide them yeah. you know, in a professional setting. Plus, if you start with a neck tat, where do you go from there? Right? What's next? What's your second tat if the first one's a neck tat? I'm assuming this would not be his first, to be fair. All right, we've been talking a lot of draft. We'll continue to do that. Someone texted us, is it just me or should Levis be embarrassed for being in the green room and not drafted? I mean, obviously he doesn't have control once it starts. Somebody else says she may not be his girlfriend after tonight. Now, see, that's cruel. Oh, no. They could be in love. Y'all don't know. Y'all don't know. He is a weird fellow. The, you know, whole mayonnaise and the coffee and the banana peel stuff. I'm sure she knows. She definitely knows, when you're, but... When you're in love with Will Levis, one thing you can guarantee, you're never going to slip on a banana peel. 
Uh, right? That's true. He's eating them all. That's true. No problem. Yeah. A lot of fiber in that man's diet. Yeah. I mean, she believes in the arm. I think she believes in the arm. She's going to stick around. He needed that fiber last night. Whew. That's a long wait. Yeah. We all need a Brittany Matthews in our life. People always hate on Brittany Matthews. She is loyal. She, you, Patrick knows that. Oh, he Mahone, come home the to Mahone, her. Yeah, yeah Mahone, Mahone's wife. He knows he could come home to her. She might be a little crazy, but she going to take care of the kids. She's going to be ride or die. She's been here from Jump Street since right. high school. I don't know Will Levis. I don't know when they met. Maybe they met in Lexington. I don't know. Maybe they met in high school. Who knows? Yeah. But you need that ride or die. Uh, and that's what I'd want. I just want to make sure it was somebody that knew me before because obviously once it happens for him tonight, everything changes. Even though it's the second round, this is still tons of money and your life changes and everything. You know, you you become a fa- the face of a franchise especially at quarterback, that uh, you got to have somebody that knows what they're getting into. Yeah, that's Mike Tyson about Robin Givens. Oh, she was rich. She was already rich. She was. And go digged his ass. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, that's, a, that's a wild story, Robin too. Robin got me, man. I can't believe it. What the, what the hell, Chad? How'd she get me, man? I was just trying to hang up with Peters and stuff, and then Brad Pitt came. Or ben Affleck came in the picture. Brad Pitt, whoever. I don't know. Ben Affleck. <laughs> Ben Affleck was like five. What are, you, what, what are you talking about, Ben Affleck? He wasn't that young. No, he wasn't that young. He but was it, that young. He I was, believe that was Brad Pitt. Your, yeah, your I think reference. it was Brad Pitt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was the yeah, reference. Yeah, Ben was around. He was in Days of Confused. That was the first time I saw Ben, 93, Days of Confused. That's true. He would have been picking up the paddle. Yeah, on, uh, up, yeah. Okay. yeah mm-hmm. that's true. That's true. All right, uh, Jeff Ketchum coming up at 2.05. We got comedian Danny Goodwin coming up at 2.30. He's at the Velveeta Room tonight and tomorrow. You can go to the thevelveetaroom.com. He's a long Horn going to be headlining this weekend. Uh, we thought we'd give him a little love today. Shout out to our man BK, Brad Kellner of, uh, in Houston now, letting us know about this friend of his that is headlining a comedy show. So we're going to give Danny a little love at 2.30. Right now, we'll give Zay a little love. Where are we at in society? Here we go. Where are we at in society today? All right, Zay, where are we headed? I see there's something in my Twitter DMs. Yeah, this makes me so happy. Shout out to Tay Diggs, Stunt Double. <laughs> you know, like this guy just can't help himself. James Harden got caught on video, apparently, by TMZ Sports for mm-hmm. slapping the guy in Vegas. Wow. So in this video, James, it looks like he's in the back of a club. Now, I'm just assuming, but knowing James Harden in Vegas, nighttime, he's going to be having fun. So he's in the back of whatever building they're at. Right. He's talking to somebody. There's three guys beside him, and he's talking to somebody. The door is open. The guy he's talking to, there's obviously a miscommunication. Something's not right. James puts his hand up in the guy's face, and he's – talking to him, and then all of a sudden he does like a little slap. It's not like Will Smith, Chris Rock. It's yeah, not, no, it's, it's like, like a, a love tap. It's like a – this is the best way I can describe it. It's like a gangster movie slap. Like a, you like know – Like the disrespectful – No, or almost like, like we're all on the same side, but it's like, oh, hey, I need, I, need you to do, I need you to do what's right. Kind oh, of like a, a main man slap. Kind of a boom, boom, and then yeah. you're walking away. Yeah, it, it's got to – you're going to feel it, but – I don't necessarily see what he did as a absolute <laughs> no. hatred thing. Like he's, tra- he's not trying to knock that dude down with that slap. Because then, as it pans away, if I'm seeing it correctly, there's a dab going on, right? There's a there's some there's a pound happening. He throws his fist out, and then I guess is he trying to just say, "Hey, man, we're okay." I don't know. That's the thing. So James, he throws his fist out, but then he kind of pushes him, 
Then he does the light slap. Yeah, but then I'm saying right before it, it, it's a 26-second video. Right before it pans away, okay, there's the slap. Now you're right. Never mind. Is there two slaps here? Or am I yeah, just, that's the oh, no, no. It's a little push. It's like a little push, then slap. No, at the end, okay, I'm sorry. At the end of it, they're just re. that's a reset. They're doing a, a slow-motion replay of the yeah. slap. Yeah, you see the push, then the slap. But as they're panning away, before they go to that, re- that replay, at about the 16-second mark, it almost looks like there's kind of a... Uh, let, let's pound it out. Are we okay? Like I almost feel like the guy and James Harden are on the same wavelength, and that's just how James is trying to communicate with him. Well, either way, it's problematic because we need to be focused on the playoffs. For one, you shouldn't be leaving Philly. You need to be in Philly if this is true. Like I need some report to come out because this is TMZ. We know TMZ. They be wilding. They'll jump to conclusion before they even get the real story. But right now, it's saying James Harden in Vegas. Mm -hmm. And they've had a long time to chill from Game 4 of the Brooklyn series to Sunday when they play against the Celtics in Boston. I was going to say, is it possible he's got like a cell phone and they're going to hit him up and boop, boop, boop. We have an opponent. We have an opponent. Get get home stat. With his track record, you stay home. They're the is Philly's the one seed. They're the third seed. They're the third. So, so they're, they're going to be in Boston. Okay. Boston has the home court advantage. Boston's so, got it. Joel okay. Embiid isn't a hundred percent, so they're going to need even more out of James Harden. Yep. Well, a lot of people are saying is the third best player behind Tyrese Maxey. I don't agree with that, but people are saying it, and it makes sense to why they're saying it a little bit. Tyrese Maxey's been balling, where James Harden he'll have his up and down games every once in a while, but. Again, with his track record, knowing James Harden, being with Khloe Kardashian, the strip clubs, the hanging out with Lil Baby, the rapper and stuff, helping produce his album just at the wrong times. When you're supposed to be the superstar franchise player, and he's not that anymore, it's Joel Embiid, but you're in the playoffs. Wait till the summer. You can wait to go to Vegas. You're a millionaire. You could wait to go to Vegas during the time you're still in the playoffs. I just and I I when people dog James Harden, I try to have his back because he's one of the greatest players I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. He's one of the only he's the only player in NBA history to lead the league in scoring three times and to lead the league in assists two times. That's ridiculous. That is absolutely ridiculous. He's an amazing talent, but his decision making is so suspect. And again, I. I've seen this video float around a little bit all morning, and, you know, we'll see what comes out because people are going to ask questions like, yeah. what the hell, especially if they lose the series, which I think they are. Right. If they lose the series, they're going to go back to this. And there's rumors, Chad, going on during the season about James Harden wanting to go back to Houston for some stupid reason. Oh, good grief. Yeah, I mean, this video sp- might speak to, even if it doesn't speak to anything between him and that guy, it does speak to focus, and it does speak to, like you said, w- where he is at the time. It's one of those things that in, in modern-day sports, with all the cameras and all the phones everybody has, you just have to know those reactions are coming. I'm the type of fan that gets frustrated. I, get, I got frustrated with Romo and those guys going you know, on the off week and stuff like that. Just anything I hear about, oh, yeah, in the off week before the playoff game, somebody went to you know, Cabo and whatever follows. Uh, you know, they go to a resort, they're going here, they're going there. It's like, man, what are we like the famous LeBron banana boat thing? Was that in the middle of a playoff run? No, I think they were, or was that after the season was over? Like, to me, there's just a a time and a place for all that. Oh my gosh, 
What happened? Just got some of the worst news. Oh, no. NBA-wise? No. Uh-oh. No. Uh-oh. What's going on? Uh, Hudson Standish, 24-7, just said, Texas hoop signee and five-star forward, Ron Holland announces his decommitment from Texas. Oh, no. Oh, wow. Ron said, I guess on Instagram, I want to take this time to thank head coach RT and the, time, and the, the entire Texas coaching staff for their consideration. I would like to also thank the Longhorn Nation for all their love and support. While this has been a difficult process, I have decided to decommit from the University of Texas and reopen my recruitment. Texas will still be one of my top schools of choice. Wow. So that means he's got until, is it sometime in May that he's got to figure this out now? That stings. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Wow, that is some crazy breaking news. Ron Holland decommitting from Texas. We will uh, continue to follow that story. Jeff Ketchum, orangebloods.com coming up. We'll get his thoughts on that. Uh, The positive of the Max A. Smith story, but now a huge negative on the men's basketball side with Ron Holland uh, putting that announcement out. Plus, we'll get Ketchum's thoughts on the Cowboys draft from last night. Comedian Danny Goodwin will join us at 2.30. He's at the Velveeta Room this weekend. We will get you the uh, particulars on that. Whoa! Stay with us on a Friday. Breaking news there. Longhorn men's basketball. Once again, the story you didn't want to hear if you're a Longhorn uh, men's basketball fan. Ron Holland decommitting. We'll get you as much as we can as we are learning it right here on the Horn.